Record, record, record. Record, record. recording. That's it. Now we're live, we're guys. Live. We're not really we're live, booming. but we're live enough. That's live right. enough we're live for enough. you. In the flesh. Yes. That's right, you guys. Welcome back. It's been a few weeks. It has. It's been a couple of we weeks. We haven't dropped anything in a couple of weeks. So yeah. This is Between the Sheets with Leah. Yes. I am Leah. I'm your host. I'm a money-making, God-fearing, action-taking, manifesting queen. Yes. And I have my co-host here. What? W-H-I-T-N-E-Y, period, poos. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. And then we have our special guest today. Yes, we do. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Christopher Brooks. Yes. I do video. Okay. I do photo. Yes. I'm a tech guy. I'm a car guy. You're jack of all trades. Yeah. 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 Uh, a master of almost many. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Saved yeah. me a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yes. Hey, do what I can with what I got. Chris yeah. is our savior. That's right. <laughs> he That's doesn't right. know it. I, I'd say thank you for having me, but... I'd, I'd be here anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, he's usually... Chris is usually... Thanks for having me here. A lot. Chris is usually sitting over there at the desk. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, how has how's everything been? How's your guys' new year kicking off? Like, what's going on in life? New year's been great. Everything's been... I think fit, this new year has kicked off with, like, a, a, a rolling start. Mm-hmm. Like, we've just been, like, bam, just into everything. Yeah, we were at, we were at the yes. PPA, yes. Uh, Imaging USA. Shout out to them. Yes. PPA, shout out. Um, learned so much. Yes. It's an amazing convention for photographers to be able to go to and really just experience, um, photography for creatives, for videographers, for marketing, for, you know, anything. And it just really is to get you inspired and going in your career field. And so I always tend to go and just feel this like vamp up to, you know, play with lighting and just to get more models in here and just have fun and be creative. I think one of the big things that I took away from that show was actually just to continue to do things and not get paid for them. Yes. (laughs) Now, let me, let me just say, I'm not talking to my clients here (laughs) because I I need to eat and my family needs to eat. But no, what I mean is just taking those creative outlets as well, doing what it is that you love to do where there's no pressure, you know, Um, enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Follow so. it with your passion and be different. And there were some amazing yep. speakers there. One that I think should have opened the oh damn my gosh. show. She, she was amazing. Her name was Precious Williams. Shout yes, out ma'am. Precious Williams. And <laughs> yeah, hey, wait, wait. Let's, see. Let's see if I can figure it out. Let's see. <laughs> Hail to the year. Hail to the year. That, that works. That works too. <laughs> that one works. Uh, she is an amazing. I didn't even know who she was. I'm just going to be quite honest. Had no idea. Had no clue who she was. Yep. Um, I will say that I was in a different classroom. I chose to take a lighting class. And uh, the, the, the photographer that was in there is an amazing lighting like master and has been nominated um, for that very thing. So I really wanted to go. Mm. Plus, yeah. I, I follow him. I love his pictures. I love his work. He's just so good. But I was sitting in there and next door. <laughs> you hear it roaring. I heard, Chris, I mean, she sent me a message and she was like, I don't know what's going on next door, but, but I need to here. be in there. Yeah. They were having yeah. church up in there. Like yeah. they were clapping and they, and, and you know, in, in our class, they was like, okay, so we're going to. It's like gospel <laughs> photography. Uh, it, it, in, in, yes. in the class that I went, it was like, okay, well, we're going to, you know, set the lighting here at 2.8. And, and these people are being so disruptive. Five, six, and he did say, he was like, you know, wow, you know, we can hear what's going, what's going on, on in the next room. And, you know, I, I just. That's funny. I was sitting there and I was like, oh gosh, like I really want to learn this lighting, but I like feel like I need to be in that next room. <laughs> so shout out Precious Williams. Yes. She she needs to, and I, I, I put in to the Imaging USA and PPA that she needs to open up the damn show because she knows how to get that place lit. Yes. I mean, um, she talks about mastering your pitch 
and she has um, worked with individuals to really help them go into Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, like know, the elevator pitch. Yeah. And, and she's done just And be ready. Sounds. And yeah. be ready. Yep. And she talks about confidence and, and owning the stage no matter what presence you're in. Like she said, nobody's going to beat me. I get on that stage, nobody's going to beat me. Right. So like I guarantee. Does. So yes. Does. Yeah. You know, and so um, it was such a pleasure to meet her. Yes. And we have something in the works. Yes. So we do. We do. We have something in the works that we're going to try to talk to her team and, and uh, see if we can't maybe bring her, you know, here to Colorado yes. and cool. get yes. something together. Colorado so. needs yeah. precious. Yes. That's, That's going to be the hashtag. Where, where is she from? Uh, I'm not even sure what uh, state she was from. I don't know either. I feel like just with her vibe, I'm. I'm going to bet she's either Southern or, or East Coast. And I'm just going to look right now. I'm just yeah. going to kind of cheat and look right now because I'm already following her like on all right. forums. Like, we, I just... became a fangirl right afterwards. I bought her book. Yep. <laughs> I was ready to go. Like yep. I, even even from the aspect of me not being a photographer in my career field being different, like she still fed and spoke to me. Yes. Um, which I love because she just talked about owning the room regardless of whatever job you're doing. You yes. have to come in with confidence and own mm-hmm. it. Yeah, in New York, New York, New York, New York. York. I knew East Coast something. I could talk yeah. like her from New York real yes. good. And you guys, you guys <laughs> you can know? find Precious just so you guys know. Yes. Um, I, Precious Al Williams. She's on Instagram, and then she has her link tree attached. Perfect pitch by Precious. Uh, yes. I think she has a book out. Yes, she's got a couple. Um, she has a bag. I wanted that bag so bad, and it was the, it was already <laughs> gone. But so the one that I got, it said, uh, "Pitch, please." Yes, <laughs> pitch, please. <laughs> pitch, please. But it had a, like a podcast mic on yeah. it too, which yeah. I thought was pretty dope. That's and then cool. the other one said, uh, "Do you remember what the other one said? I like don't pitches, remember. like." pitches something, something but catchy, it was about yeah. bitches like but yeah. pitches, you know so anyhow so you guys gotta right. go follow her if you guys want some inspiration if you want to get vamped up yes. like that's your girl like listen to her she's amazing so. cool um yeah but so. we have a special guest today yeah we get to mm-hmm. see a different side of chris today well, which you know, i'm excited about i think we 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 kind of did something at one point and we weren't able to get the show out because we had some technical difficulties yeah and um a lot of people see you Chris behind the scenes yes. whether it's like you know behind the camera behind the video right. um, maybe they don't see you but you're yeah. doing stuff and you have been doing stuff for the last couple of years with me yeah. in my business yeah we've been running so for a minute now huh? why don't you just first explain to our listeners what your perspective is of how you met me yes I want to hear okay. it because um, I don't think Whitney's has heard it from, I from your side so. I haven't no, no. Just, no just what I say yeah okay. just what you I mean, say what I say is always right but <laughs> No, but me too, because, yeah. you know, we're both always yeah, right. So. Exactly. So yeah, so we're good. You guys are all caps, and I am not safe. This Scorpio is not safe around all these Capricorns. I need y'all to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, so so we found out that, uh, Chris, your birthday is... Um, 17th. 17th. You guys are close. Dana's the 18th, right? And mine uh, is the 19th. Yes. So. Yeah. You guys are like back to back to back. Yeah, and then Wanda. Crazy? Wanda's the yes. 20th. Yes, yes. So. It's y'all yeah, are too much. <laughs> So, you Tell know, me speaking, speaking yeah. of Dana, yes. I, I accompanied him on a, uh, just a kind of a fun shoot. And what were to, you doing with Dana at the time? Like you, how did you guys know each uh, other? Well, I, I met him. So I, I sh- was shooting this music video for, for a guy that I used to work with, a buddy mm-hmm. of mine, Van Gogh is his name. Yeah. Um, local and, here in Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just okay. a local guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. He reached out to Dana because he was trying to, like, you know, rush my shit, basically. And he was like, hey, uh, I <laughs> got something we can, can do this for you. I was like, all right, whatever. So yeah. that's how I met Dana, actually. And then... Uh, it was through that video shoot? Uh, yeah. No, is after that. He, he just... Okay. Here's this number. Call him, you know? Oh, right. like, get a hold of Dana. Like, right. he's coming yeah. down, too? No, like, we did the shoot. Everything was done. And then I was editing it all. Oh, okay. And then he was like, hey, just, you know, my homie's into the same stuff. Talk to him. Yeah. yeah. So okay. talk okay. to him. And then from there, uh, we just started just 
putting in a lot of work together, you know, doing all the, the wine dinner stuff. and Just for perspective, like, like how long ago was that? Oh, man, that was uh, <laughs> 2017. Dang, maybe? that's a while ago. Yeah. I mean, that, that, we, we've, been, we've been doing this for a long, yeah. long time. I mean, a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, maybe even I had earlier. The, I had the uh, studio. Maybe in we, two, we 2016, back. maybe even. Yeah, because we, we built the studio. We, we I had to go back because I was writing everything, getting everything ready for my ordeal. Right. And um, I thought I had built the studio in 2016, but it was actually 2015. 15, yeah. Where we were, you know, done, and then 2016, it was up. Like January 2016, I was pretty much ready to shoot. But right. so it had to have been 2016, 2017 that you guys yeah. came to the studio, yeah. right? So we came to the studio. Um, you know, he he just told me one day, he's like, "Hey, bro, I just met this super cool photographer who's, you know, does a bunch of boudoir, boudoir." Uh, <laughs> but I think he said something a little different. Boudoir. But you know, and, yeah, boudoir, exactly. or whatever it's called, right? right. Um, and he's like. Uh, He's like, we can go to the studio anytime, bro. She gave me a key, like, let's go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That does sound like Dana. And, uh, I, I got like, the keys. I, like, right, I got the right, keys, bro. right? I was like, all right, well, let's go. Right, let's, let's, let's do go it. play. And he's like, all right, cool. So, um, you know, we go, and I, I think I just did a bunch of pictures of him that day. That was mm-hmm. that day, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Uh, you were there? Yeah, yeah, she came in. I yeah. came in. I didn't, you know, all I know is that I, I did. I right. told Dana, um, I saw, I just, I, I trusted him right away. And, and so people don't think that I'm crazy that I'm just letting people, like, have <laughs> keys to my studio at any point. Um, backstory with Dana is that, you know, it's it, cousins, uh, right? you know, family, right. stuff like that. Right, so right. I knew of Dana, and so I trusted his, you know, what he was doing. And so... When well, I, and if he took any shit, you know who to contact to get yeah, the shit back. So. I mean, at the same, yeah. And he had his own equipment and stuff like that. But really, it was like, um, I could see that he had a drive and a hunger. And right. so I wanted to him to, you know, know like, hey, there's a space here if you want to use it, if you ever need. And I think he, like you have said many times, needed to get out of maybe his own office or his own space right. Right. to get out and be just in a different, yes. you know, just area. Different environment. Different you know, environment. It, it just changes that whole energy, you know? Yeah. Like, so that he would come often and, um, you know, do stuff in the back where he'd be like, hey, I got a photo shoot. I'm doing this, whatever. And I yeah. really wouldn't go back there and bother them. And for this random day, I decided, you know, I'm going to go see what these fools are doing. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing back there? What are these guys doing? Uh, yeah, they sorry. were a hot mess. <laughs> but that's how we roll. I yeah. mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, you know, we're just doing our thing. And then she comes in and she's, uh, you know, automatically just, okay, let me show you this. Let me take charge. Let me do all this for you guys. Okay. You're doing what? Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Let Why is the light like this. that? Like, let me, that's not what you're supposed to do. Let me show you how to do this. Make sure you put that back when you're done. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, so she came, she came back and, uh, you know, we, we just started messing around. Uh, you know, she was asking me all these questions. Right. And I was like, man, she's, with gr- that, she's with grilling that squid, me. She's like, grilling me. Trying to figure she's, out. Well, like, she's trying to size me up right now. <laughs> and I was like, well. Here I am, yeah. and I love uh, it. you know, just uh, she she ended up taking some pictures with us, right? Um, which she actually took a picture of me, mm-hmm. which which is one of my favorite pictures actually. I need to see this picture. Uh, Have I seen it? Well, it's on Instagram. He's is I think it it's your, your Instagram is it your profile, profile picture? That on picture Instagram. is amazing. Yeah. I just seen it. Yeah, yeah. when I tagged cool. you. Yeah. yeah, super cool. Good. Yeah, Black Jessica, and white. Yeah, Jessica was just uh, complimenting that picture as well uh, the other day when she was up in the studio, and she said, yeah. "I just I love that picture yeah. of Chris." She said, yeah. "It's just a dope picture." So. Yeah, that, that, that lighting, you. that style. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. It's good. You got to give credit that where ma- credit's due. That masculinity, right. you know what I mean? Yes. Just capturing that. And yes. then his tattoos, and yeah. I just really want to kind of draw that contrast and, and the, the roughness and the rawness yes. of mm-hmm. Chris. Yes. Yeah. So, so um, speaking of roughness and rawness. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we leave, do our thing. Um, and I don't know what it was, but there, there was just something that, that told me to, you know, um, 
that, that I, I should be around her. Right. You know, that uh, I, uh, and again, I, I still can't even really think of it because I, I, I don't like to analyze stuff too much Jesus. as far as me understanding what it is, right? And just going he with it. He always has a plan. I don't like to label stuff. I don't like to <laughs> right. I know. Like, just yes. go. Yes, yes. yes. Yep. So, the universe, um, it, it puts you where you're well, supposed I, to be. I mean, yeah. So I hit her up and, uh, you know, at first she was just like, eh. Yeah, she was uh, probably testing to see. I, you know, I got. I do always have to see how how passionate about it. Yeah. Like you are, you know what I mean. Like you have a lot of people that will hit me up and say, "Hey, I would love to work with you," or "Hey, like you know, I want to mentor with you," or right. you know, and a, okay, well, let's see, you know, yeah. what's going on, and and I don't know why. Honestly, I don't understand. I don't know why the first time, whether it was I was too busy or just didn't get back, or I don't, I don't remember, yeah. but it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I followed up with her later on, and um, I was like, "Hey, you know, I, I think I can." bring some value um, and also maybe, you know, learn some stuff. And I was in let's a transition. Can, let's see yeah. what we can do. I was in a little bit of a transition at that period. And um, I feel like uh, that was like, okay, Lord. Right. <laughs> Lord. Lord, please tell me. Um, no, you know, I, I always am, I have to stay open. I have right. to stay open to individuals around me and just kind of realize that, okay, you know, um, I always say two no's and a go. Mm-hmm. Like, don't push yep. past it. But Absolutely. at this point, I kind of felt like, all right, let's see what he's about. Yeah. Let's let's see what Chris is about. Well, you know, maybe maybe he is a creative that wants to just get in here and, and maybe he knows stuff that I don't quite know and he can right. help me and I can help him. So, right. yeah. mm-hmm. so I know that I noticed that you said you had a what was the word that you just said? You said something specific. You said you had a um, passion, or what did you say? Then you a value. You were going to bring some value yeah, to yeah, Leah. So, yeah, what was that on. value that you were thinking at the time that you wanted to bring to her? Well, you know. Um, I just, I just, I just know my worth, right? You know, right. The bottom line, and I know what I'm capable of, and I know what I can do. And I, you know, I, I went into her office that day when me and Dana left, I think, and uh, just kind of saw what she was doing, right. and saw, and I was like, you know what, that's cool. And and I was really looking to do something with photography. I, I still didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, right. but I, I knew what I didn't want to do, right. you know, which right. was just kind of work for the man. Exactly. And just, you know, nine just, to five. Yeah, just, just have that, just have that job that I hate for, you know, money that is barely enough yeah. and, and just no, no fulfillment and not being happy. So, um, you know, one of the the thoughts was like, okay, you know, I, I could do this photography thing. Right, you know, right. I, I could. Well, you so, already had the equipment. Yeah, you I mean, I was, I was already doing he, it. He right. came, um, and, I, you know, one of the first questions, I don't know if you remember this, Chris, I, I think you do. Um, he came, and, and he started, you know, showing me stuff on Lightroom. Yeah. And I, here I'm supposed to be teaching him, right? right. Like, I'm, I'm supposed to be sitting <laughs> with him and teaching him. The Lord something. was like, oh, you have a question? Let me answer <laughs> it for you. <laughs> be, sit down. <laughs> be humble. <laughs> Um, no, he, uh, you know, I, I asked him a couple of questions about something maybe that I was editing or, or whatnot. And, um, he said, yeah, you could do this, you could do this and da, da, da. And, and you know, he just started showing me all kinds of things online. I said, man, you like know a lot about this whole editing yeah. game. And, um, he had equipment, he had, you know, some Sony cameras and some lighting equipment and tripods. And right. I said, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Why aren't you doing this yourself? Like yeah. why, what is stopping you from doing this yourself? I said, you obviously have some education. You obviously have some experience with it. You know, what is it that's stopping you from actually just being, do you remember I, your answer? I don't. Um, I, I remember you asked me. He, he really kind of had like, he kind of stopped himself and he really thought about it. I, I remember just him kind of like, I don't know. I really have to think about that for yeah. for a minute. And uh, I think it was a little bit later that it, he said something about, uh, 
just being under somebody where he, the, the accountability was a big piece, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. And um, that it was probably easier for him to be accountable to somebody else than even to himself so. sometimes. Ooh, that's big. And yeah. um, that's big to acknowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it is because, I mean, it, that part of discipline and that mm-hmm. part of, but I told him, I said, you know, some individuals, which is just true. It doesn't make anybody I, I, less. I, I, it's, it's coming back. Yeah. 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 Some individuals, it doesn't make them less than it doesn't make them like, it's just some are better right. being under somebody that can push them or, you know, hold them accountable, yes. you know, to accountability. Some are, are better just being off by themselves. And, and I said, do you feel like you're just comfortable with somebody kind of making you accountable? And he said, yes. Yeah. And I said, okay, you know, that's, that's cool. So that already set a tone probably in your mind and in yours. Like, all right, this is, this is what we're getting ready to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So since then, <laughs> I always, I always say this. I always, here I have comes, to, here I comes, have to tell this story. story. I do. I have to tell. I tell this every t- every single time I talk about Chris. I have to tell I this think because I know what story it gives you're a little this. bit of background yes. of like Chris's just, just demeanor, the, the way he dressed. Yeah, us, and the different you know? personalities, yes. which is completely okay. Yes. I never am going to be like, oh god, you know what I mean? Well, uh, I love well, it. Well, <laughs> but, and I love that we're saying this though because we talk so much about specific things and I love that you just leave a platform for everybody to just come as they are. Like mm-hmm. there's no judgment. There's yeah. no nothing. Yeah. It's just, you take people for who they are and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> for the most part, <laughs> uh, you know, I have to be careful with my space. Uh, and, and I say that to all individuals is that no matter what space you're bringing somebody into, you need to be careful. You know, I know some people use a, what is it called? The sage. Some yes. people use, mm-hmm. you know, Gotta prayer, meditation, what you candles, gyms you don't know what's attached to people right and and i see a lot of people in and out of my home Mm -hmm. all the time and i do so it was very important for me you know to set the ground the foundation within that house set the ground the foundation with this house i mean i don't know if you guys know but there are scriptures that are laid underneath the foundation like we wrote out actual scriptures and put them down in the ground before the foundation was set yes Mm. you know because that's my protection. Like that is like, Lord, I'm, I'm, this is your space. Bless you the know? ground before you even built. Well, that yes. and, and make other people uncomfortable. If they're yes. not supposed to be here. Yes. They got to go. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, Oh, is that why Dana left? No. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love, yes. Get him. Get him, Leah. She's rubbing Hi, off Dana, on, I love you. I'm she, just kidding. Nope. I'm just she kidding. does not love you. She's rubbing, she's rubbing off yeah, on you. Should me. Hear, yes. I, I, once, once, he's, once, yes. He's, once he's lines closed, man. His Woo. spirit got disturbed and he had to get off the boat. <laughs> I'm just um, kidding, Dana. We love you. He's but like, who are you guys? No, I didn't. No, I love who you. Guys? I know, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember He's you. He's like, wait, who? What? Who, what? Oh, Dana, yeah. what? What's up, you motherfuckers? <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm still waiting for my t-shirt, too. So. Oh, me, too. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how long that takes to get mm-hmm. to us, but <laughs> I'm still waiting for my birthday present as well. Ooh. And my Christmas present. Shots fired. So. Mm. Um, anyhow. So when, when he sat down, Chris came with his equipment. Okay, yeah. so you guys bear with me because you guys have heard this story a million times, but no, somebody else it. hasn't. And and this is the this is what I saw. So people know my house is the lighthouse, right? Like yes. you know, many will come to and, yes. and, and Jesus is a part of my life and you know, Christian, but I cuss a little. <laughs> and Chris came in here and he like he was like, Look, do you mind if I like set up my space? Like I was like, Yeah, do whatever you gotta do. Like I want you to be comfortable. Yeah. And he's like, Well, I got some screens and I got At your like, other desk. Yeah, that other yeah, desk. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he came and he had like boom, boom, boom. You're three like, different okay. screens. I was like, I'm like, I'm feeling like this in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, like, okay, I'm, I mean, I'm feeling like inadequate. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he brought all his his stuff in and he was ready to go to work and um he turns on all of his computers and, and I'm sitting there and I'm just doing work and then I just kind of peek over 
<laughs> at his screensaver. <laughs> and his screensaver is demons and devils and like some crazy, crazy shit. What was really on the screen? It was demons. It, it, no, it was, was it a star? No, no. no it was what, what, what it was is <laughs> and ghouls and devils. What it shit. still is actually, but um, devils and I'll, I'll show it to you. But it, no, it's just it's it's from a music video of a, right. of a band that I want I follow, <laughs> and uh, it's it's got some it's got a guy who's got like a a, a goat not a goat but a, like so a like cow head. Horns, he's yeah. got a cow head, and like they're in like like soot. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's like yeah, outside yeah. And, and he's holding, he's holding the kid's head like this and the kid's <laughs> spitting like, like, what? like milk. demons and like ghouls water. and devils and shit. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's, it's cool imagery. It's artwork. Yeah. It's yeah. imagery for him. It's probably more about the photography. Not up in my house. <laughs> she said not up in yeah, here. So anyways. <laughs> so I, I was like, I, I did like this. I'm probably typing. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, hell no. I was like, what did you and I'm like say? looking for a second, like, what in the hell is that? And then I just like, mm. <laughs> Lord, 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 you send me some crazy individuals up in here. Like you are sending me, you know, some, some craze. And I said, Chris, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and he just like smiles at me and like, what? My, that's my screensaver. And I was like, okay, that's got to go. Right. The, if that like, you know, this is my space, my sanctuary. This is where I feel good. Right. Like for me, that doesn't work. Yeah. And he was like, all right, well, cool. He's like, no biggie. He was like, what do you want me to do? Like put Jesus with a thumbs up? <laughs> Buddy Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You yeah. Guys, you do whatever else that works like that. Just not that. Please. Right. <laughs> yep. So and that that's, was, and that's, that was uh, our first day of working together. That was right. That was that's like hilarious. First day, first day. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you set the tone. Yeah. You abided by the tone. Like you guys found a happy medium, but I love that there was open communication without judgment. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, yes. you didn't get offended by what she said. She didn't get Chris offended walked by up that. walked in here with some crazy shirts right. on. <laughs> He's got some crazy <laughs> tattoos. I've scoped him out on like, right. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay, Lord, I'm just going to keep praying for him. <laughs> Any intention is good intention hey, if it comes know, from the heart. The, the, at the end of the day, uh, God is chasing him just like he's chasing yes. anybody else. Yes. And whether he believes, whether he doesn't, um, that's, that's not up to me to say. Universe meant to be. All I know is what yeah. I have and what he gifted me with. And he said, many are going to come. So if you come. Right. I know that God is chasing you. You go and get this message. I yeah. just know it, yep. you know. So. Yep. Um, Chris and I have had some, you know, talks in between, you know, sometimes we sit here, we'll, we'll just chit chat. We don't talk as often as we probably, as maybe I do with you or, or right. you know, as with Dana, but um, some of the conversations that we have had, I got to learn a little bit more about Chris and who he was and how he grew up. And so you weren't originally from Colorado. No, I was, I was from New Mexico, from Albuquerque. Okay. okay. And what yeah. brought you to Colorado? Um, well, being a degenerate drug addict. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. How long were you on drugs? Um, for most, all my 20s. What was your drug of choice? I mean, really anything. anything. But, uh, but opiates, <laughs> anything, opiates. Anything I get my hands well, on. Well, I mean, opiates. at that point, you're chasing. Yeah, I mean, you know. What I, were you running I found, from? Um, it's not that I really was running from anything. It's Because you said you grew up in a good home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, just like kind of like, yeah, yeah kind of like you dad. said. You know, I was always that seeker um, looking to, to kind of seek that, that experience of just whatever I felt uh pulled towards, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, and I feel like when you're in an, an environment like that, you search or seek for the opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, I mean, you become curious. Or, or you're missing something. Right. You you're become right. curious and you're like, ooh, everything's great here. Well, I mean, me try it, it, this. It, it didn't start right away like that. You know, um, it... So I, I've always I've always worked really hard, you know. I, I've, you know, was working before I was allowed to work legally. 
mowing lawns, just just hustling, you know, doing the same thing. Right. We, we all have that same mentality. So uh, I'm sure you understand that. But mm-hmm. uh, I was working. So I, I got I worked at a call center growing up. My first job was in a call center. Mm-hmm. Um, I did sales, retention, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One of the guys that was a manager there, the operations manager, kind of took me under his wing and saw something in me, you know. Mm-hmm. So he he brought me up and brought me on. And, and when I was 19, I was I was managing like a team of 20 people. Dang. You know what I mean? So I went from that, um, in addition to work, doing school full time. So let me, hold on, hold on, hold on. the back. Um, do you feel like at the age of 19, somebody kind of bringing you onto their wing and then putting you in this high ranked position that it maybe put a little chip on your shoulder? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, like, man, I'm, but, I'm but, a man but, at this point. You, you were probably making... And I did it well. And, yeah. I, and, and well, even then, I still was top performing. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was making, like, 40 grand a year. Yeah. 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 At that age? Back then? Yeah. Uh, and the reason why I ask is because I was also in the, the call... Well, I wasn't in a call center. I was with, I was selling phones. Mm-hmm. Slaying phones, what I say. <laughs> right. um, but I was a part-timer, and I outsold all the full-timers. Right. And I was young, and I came in there, and, you know, I didn't know nothing about nothing, but I had this little bit of cockiness about me, though, and it just kind of... You exactly. know, it, it, it could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing, yeah. you know. Uh, I've experienced both sides of it. Yeah, and me too. And so I was just curious if you felt like that maybe kind of like put you into like. I mean, it, it, it did a little bit, but in, in other ways, maybe not so much. Because I've always, I've always been really cool and really open and really just um, supportive mm-hmm. of like my team, for example, mm-hmm. or people around me. Stuff like that. I mean, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I've what I'm thinking and how I feel without you soliciting it. Sometimes, right? You know? I've gotten a few text um, messages. Right? <laughs> I've uh, I've 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 uh, calmed down a lot from you know that that time back then. You know, I I was I was pretty crazy, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like so I, started started doing drugs at a pretty young age, and you got like deep into the drug scene. Like it wasn't just not, weed. Not, it was not, like not the right away there. deep. I mean, no. Well, when I was 16, my so my first interaction with the law. I was 16, and uh, we were at this party, me and my buddies. I, I was used to hang out with all the older kids, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, we were at this party, and we were doing coke, and we were just getting smashed. And then the party's over, and, you know, we're all twacked out. So yeah. we think it's a great idea to go drive my car that I have downtown oh, to, go, to go yell at prostitutes. <laughs> Of all things, right? We're just dumb young kids. Yeah, so, like trying to get a prostitute. Or no, like, no, just like, just like, just like, yeah, just talk them. shit, just, 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 just yell and just, you know, just be dumb just kids. Dumb. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just totally stupid. No. So, anyways, long story short, we end up in a parking garage downtown, across from a police station. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I go out the wrong way. Oh. I hit the the pylon, the the cement thing, the right separator. There. Yeah. yeah. Boom! Pulls my bumper off. Oh. <laughs> and you're in the police parking lot, like oh, across, across, across the street, street from the police station. Yeah, downtown Albuquerque. Yeah. Oh and uh, you know, I got and, and I was probably I was I was probably on the Ave at that time too. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so that that was my first run in with the law. I, obviously, they got me. Yeah. Oh, know. they did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like they were chilling right well, there. Well, I was. Like, I, I still was trying to drive with my bumper mm. half hanging off. You know, oh, so yeah. Um, you know, cop pulls me over, and I don't even know. I don't even remember what I what I was thinking. I was just thinking I need to get rid of my drugs. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So I, I, I dished it in the Wait, in Okay, the so what what was it? Yeah, you know from you know a mm-hmm. part of my story yeah, what it was yeah. for me. So, you know, bring me back a little bit to your, your house. So you have two sisters, correct? Yep, yep. I'm oldest of three. And mom and dad are still together. Mom and dad are still together. Oldest of three. So you were you were the firstborn, which mm-hmm. means probably yeah. most likely you were given everything to begin with. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Do you feel like you were spoiled? 
Well, I was the number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I was the number one. So a little one. bit of entitlement? Yeah, for sure. And where then, what, what, what made you, you know, seek out the streets? Like, what, what made you seek out, like, just that lifestyle? What was it? Because typically, Maybe. We, we're missing something, but yeah, it could be something yeah. different. You know, I, and, and I, I, I'd really have to think about that. Or I'd say, like, was an introduction. Like, just, drugs was an like introduction that. for me from somebody else. Mm. in me following it wasn't really that right you know uh, i was a bad influence on my friends and my friends okay. were a bad influence on me right. but we were all just hanging out together and having right, fun right, right, you right, know right. experimenting mm-hmm. checking stuff right. out um just being kids. dumb young kids yeah. i mean mm-hmm. you know I, I i i used to really get into the whole adrenaline thing you know just gonna ask you if that was um maybe something that it, it was mean, was a thrill know. seeker yeah yeah mm-hmm. totally yeah because yeah. you like fast cars i can see that oh yeah oh yeah i love fast cars mm-hmm. i love motorcycles i love i mean everything that's dangerous and everything that's right. super risky right sign me up i don't even know, you know what it is you know and that's interesting to, to look into that like yeah. you know what that what that thrill seeker is that, Where that, that personality yeah yep so uh because you were on the drugs you feel like you have an addictive personality or i don't i don't think so i mean i i i controlled that stuff for a really long time until i started like getting into popping pills and then like doing heroin and you know all that kind of stuff so really you didn't control it well not really <laughs> well when you're doing drugs that's, that's like the that, delusion right, right. Yeah. that's the i was just gonna say you're that not is in the control. delusion that you know when, when we're addicts and anything is that we have control of it sure. that yep. is the delusion sure. and then we spiral yeah. into other things yep. and and then we f- figure out real quick that we've lost control yeah yeah so. that what, what it was what it started out and how it became you know a dominating force in my life was uh you know i was i was just stretching myself super thin burning the candle mm. from both ends mm. way too much um trying to just do just be some just be unrealistically like able to do everything and anything always no matter what you know so how did the structure work like how did the job work around all of that destruction well, you know I, I was salaried so okay. You know, I, I, so had a, I had a team, I worked nights, and then I in the mornings I, I went to school. Did you right. start taking advantage of that? Like, is that what, did the drugs kick in where you started to, like, okay, towards towards the end of, Towards the end of that, mm-hmm. they, they did. Um, and about what age were you at that point? Uh, I was about 25, okay. 26, maybe. Okay. Yeah, because then I I got a, let me think. Yeah, because that's that about the time that I, I got a house, and then... You know, I which I shouldn't have ever even done, but you know, whenever twenty five by yourself, mm-hmm. own or rent, own. Okay, wow, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's really yeah. that's really big. Yeah, um, I got my first house I think with with Nando when I was age twenty one, but I had a partner. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what so. was the jump for that? Like, what was what was your mindset when you made that decision? It's just that just wanted. Structure. That's what you do. Mm. You, you know, you, you living in like the expectations need? of other people's idea of what successful looks like. Yeah. In, in essence, you know. Yeah. Um, mm. And were you uh, in a relationship at that time, so or was it just you? I was. You were I, in a relationship. I okay. just wonder if you could say that sentence one more time. That, that was powerful. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, I maybe not in, in that same. Uh, so why did you buy a house? You asked him and oh, you yeah. said. It's Living in the expectations of other people's um, idea of success. what success yes. looks like. Yeah. We all do that. Yes. Cool. We all chase and that idea. And it's a crock of shit. And it, it is. is. It 100% you know? is. That but but it takes having that experience. At least for me, it takes having that experience to to see it for what it is. You On know, the other I, end. I'm, I'm not the kind of person that can really learn so well from other people and mm-hmm. other people's mistakes. 
especially like my dad. You have to go through you know, it too. Yeah, he always tells me, you know, a, a, a fool learns from his own mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of other people. I Sorry. I'm wise. <laughs> I'm not. You see this white hair? <laughs> hey, I got it too. I know. See, that's wisdom. White yeah. hair is, the, the word says that white hair is just wisdom. For me, I think that white hair is stress. That's <laughs> not wisdom. <laughs> yeah. I go with, I, I'll agree with both. But, okay. uh, but All yeah, right. so, uh, you know, I, I got that house. I was in a relationship. Right. Um, actually, I was, I was engaged at that point. You know, okay. I, I want to say that, you know, I, I think for men, and I could be wrong, men, you are going to have to let me know and comment and, and just right. let me know your thoughts on this. But this goes back to the idea of ego. And not to say that women don't have egos. We have just yes. as much ego as men do. We really, really do. I think we just know how to check it more. Uh, maybe. I think maybe. it's just a little softer. It could be. It could be it's more on the emotional some, ego yeah, side. I but I feel like men really hold. And this went back to one of the first conversations that I had with you and Dana when I said, look, like, do you feel, you know, when women, we look at ourselves in the mirror and we are down on ourselves and we talk, you know, mm -hmm. like this mm -hmm. to a, and, and, and I said, do men have the same thing? And they're like, nah, we don't, we don't do that. Right. And then I said, well, is it possibly then that you guys hold yourself to these certain standards that you're not meeting or you haven't attained by some point in your life? And I feel like the more and more that I hear men speak, it's like, oh, this is what you do. This is what I'm supposed to do. Um, you know, and, and if they, they kind of meter their mm -hmm. life by, if I'm not here by this age, then I'm not doing what's mm -hmm. right. Like I'm not, sure, you know what sure, I mean? Sure. No, that's well, nice. and then they force it and then it makes them teeter because they're not ready really. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they get to a point where it's like, okay, well, I've been in a relationship for this long. We're supposed to get married. We're supposed to have kids. I'm supposed to provide, give you this house. Mm -hmm. And then they get into it and they're like, and I'm not grown up like, yet. Like, like, I don't want this. Yeah. Why yeah. am I doing this? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. that's when it falls apart. Thanks mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I, I say that jokingly, but no, it's I mean, truth. that's, that's where a lot of that stuff gets ingrained, you know, like the idea of success. Um, you know, my, my folks are very traditional in the idea of, you know, you get a job, you um, go to school, and successful is being responsible and just... We live our life yep. in a way that this is what you do. Yep. This is the way to success. This is the way to happiness. This is the way that people, normal people live their lives. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it's like... I think the millennials are the ones that are really shying away from that whole traditional mm -hmm. idea of this is what you do. And they're making their own ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Now there, there's good and bad in that because yes. all the millennials want to jump the, like the boat and be like, I could do this and I could be the million dollar YouTuber. And, yep. and it's difficult. Like it's yeah. very, very difficult, yeah. but some of them are being so innovative and, and doing things and, and breaking those traditional rules yes. and saying, no, we're going to do things differently, yeah. you know, or even generation X, yep. I should say yeah. too. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Were so. your parents, did they give you a really hardcore, like, once you graduated high school, like, you have to have a job, you have to be in school? Well, I, I, already, to, I already had a job. I already, right? already mm -hmm. was in school. Were you I already mean, living on your own? Um, the, fir the first time I, I lived on my own, I was, uh, oh, man, when was that? Maybe early 20s, like 21-ish, okay. maybe. Yeah. That's when I went out on my own. Yeah, I moved out for a girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And you guys moved together. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that uh, relationship went south <laughs> real quick. Um, yeah. As they do. Yep. Usually then, when you're uh, young. From there, still on my own, I moved in with a buddy of mine. And then from there is when I moved in to, um, well, actually I moved in to a flop house when I was in college. That place was fun. 
And now, then with explain my other buddy, to some of our listeners what a flop what house is. What a flop is. house is. Yeah, I have yes. no idea. Um, a flop house is just like a party house. Okay. Uh, a house where uh, everybody's uh, renting a room, a frat house, a party house. What else do they call them? Trap house? No, trap, trap, trap house is, 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 is different. No, trap house is what they sell drugs at. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, they might, the the, somebody might have been selling out, but it's just a party house. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody comes, lives there. Everybody like, oh you know, no, no, not everybody lives there. Oh, it's, it's just, it's just and, a party and, house. And, and, and these two guys that were brothers were growing weed. But and, come in, you know, kick it, and party like and yeah. stuff. Yeah, then yeah, you gotta yeah. go. Yep. yep. You ain't got to go home, <laughs> but you gotta get the out of here. Yep. Unless you're very fine and attractive, right? And then you can stay. You can sleep on the for a little bit. For a little bit. You know. And you're still in New Mexico at this time. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't move to Colorado. My first day in Colorado was no, December first, two thousand and fourteen. Mm. Now, why do you know that so specifically? Because mm. usually, people when they know it specifically like that is for a reason. Just because that was like the day that I embarked on this journey of. So that's like, the day you jumped. Yeah, that's the day I. I the stopped, day that uh, you embarked on this journey of sticking what? drugs in my arm and you know. Okay. Um, so you literally like like, like literally needles. Huh? Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Even in my neck. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Man, I, got, I got stories for days about crazy stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's no good. Um, well, I mean, at that point, it's not about what you're doing. It's about what you're trying to get. Well, it's it's all the same in the end. You know what I mean? From yeah. from a guy who has an extensive drug experience and an extensive drug history, it's like, we, and, and people may not even want to hear this or agree with this, but weed, to me, is the same as this, is the same as that, is the same right. as that, same as that. Like, you know, people demonize one thing versus another, and it's like... It's still a drug. You know. A drug like, is a drug is a you drug. You guys are doing the same thing, and it's for the same reason. Chasing a different Chasing high. high. Yep. I mean, you know, everybody does it in, in one way, shape, form, or another. Do you it's feel just, like, That's what right. it ended up being for me. Well, and I, I mean? asked Leah, too, and I talked about my experience with drugs as well, but do you feel like yours branched from other drugs like weed like do you feel like it started with that and that you were chasing it or was it a situation no because where you I mean, tried I, something and it felt great and you were like now i'm trying to chase this well it was uh like like with weed i don't really feel like it's a right. a, a gateway drug as a lot of people say right. um because i mean I'll, I'll still smoke a little bit of weed here and there right. and, and it's it's not a it's not anything you know what i mean mm -hmm. but like opiates for me is what did it right. you know because it just allowed me to just slow that 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 brain. that movement because yep. my brain was always always running 100 miles a minute you right. know and uh and, and i just couldn't couldn't just clear that noise sometimes and, and mm. that helped clear that noise very well you couldn't just be mm -hmm. still mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, yeah i didn't i didn't have the tools i guess at the time to to learn how to do it without that right. you know what i mean right right like right. with being mindful and you know uh looking at being in the moment and um just understanding that Whenever I do something for somebody else, for example, right. you know, that gives that mm -hmm. kind of pause of, of being able to be more in the moment to be able to see different signs in life and different things like that. So being able to pay attention. Yeah. And not yeah. Be coded, and just not be, be not be so selfish and so self-seeking. You know so what I mean? You're, so you're living this really, really fast life. Like mm -hmm. you said, you're burning the candle at both ends is your words. Yeah. And you get to this point where now you have escalated. So the job is at, at this point gone. Um. Well, it depends on where we're at. My, my story, you were about but. 25. You were, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. You just got yeah, that, a house. That, yeah, that job. And I was, there, the I was there for 10 years just for context. Right. Okay. At um, that job. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And time. so, but, but the drugs were, es they were, the drugs were escalating at this point. So they yeah. were, it's becoming more and more. And so then you're, yeah, I mean, at, at that time, obviously that, like you can, a lot of people can hold up a life yeah. like this for some yeah. time. Yeah. And then I'm, when it gets I'm deeper, it's a super high functioning, uh, drug addict. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, um, at that point, 
I was just totally not doing my job. You know, I was, I was taking off every opportunity I could right. to go, just go do whatever, go take care of whatever business I needed to do for me to take mm-hmm. care of, you know, my head to get my head right, to be able to go do everything else, mm. which just ended up. So you had to get this, to get more this, more to time. get this, yeah, yeah. to get this. And yeah, that's you know? how it, that's really yep. how it goes. Right. Yep. Like it's and like, okay, I have to go and get this so that I can function to do this yep. so that I can. I mean, at the height I was spending like $200 a day. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. I mean, and, and that was for a good long duration of time, you know. And, but you, if you're gone from work and you can't make that money, then you got to figure out, yeah. Yeah, then you get to, yeah. It's just, Did you ever have a moment when you look back and you were like, damn, if I could just have that money back? <laughs> I mean, of course, of course. Because it would be like hundreds of thousands of dollars. But, you know, I mean, chalk it up for experience right? or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so... um so you're living in this house. It's this party house, and what ends up happening to that well, house? Well, that's 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 early, early. That's let, let me let me clarify a piece of the story. Yeah, that's 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 before I started doing doing popping pills and stuff like that. That's okay, when I was so you were still doing leisurely yeah. partying. Uh, you know, just still, I still had a grasp over. But eventually, over life. you lost that house. You were saying. Well, that house I moved out out of because mm-hmm. we were just renting it. Um, I just kind of grew out of it with my buddies that I was I was living with, right. and then I moved in with another friend. And then from there is when I got my house. Okay. Oh, okay. So let's go to that point. I was in a relationship with a girl I actually met from my 10-year job. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she... Was there a little light in that situation? A little... What do you mean a little light? Like light. Did she bring, like, a different opportunity of life for you? Like, there was life in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at first, at first, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, you know, in the end, it, it just ended up being super, super toxic and it was really hard to get out of. Um, did you have an effect on her? Or did she have an effect on you? Both, both. You know, um, whenever there is a underlying dependence of hard drugs in a relationship, mm-hmm. it, it's somebody's going to break. Talk. Very tumultuous and, and doesn't doesn't work out very well. Mm, that's that is the true. That's the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Yeah. yeah. You know, or the boyfriend. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the first love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that was my second actually in that in that in that context. Um, but uh, but yeah. So long story short of that is she she ended up dying. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. She got in a car wreck coming into town from where we were living after we lost our house from being super fucked up doing drugs, right. um, just letting it all go. I I just at some point I just was not interested in just living this this facade of like what other people think happiness looks up, like. You, you know gave I mean? up the sugar coat. And, and, and I but just, you were in love with her. I was. And so you you guys lost you guys lost the house that you were living with, and where did you go? We went, me and her went to her mom's. In, in New Mexico? In, yeah, in, in Berlin. And, and uh, she was on her way from where, when she got in her accident? From Berlin to my parents' house. Okay, so that's where you guys were, with her mom? We Yeah, we were living there. And then, so so what it, what it was is I was I was out you know running around hustling trying to make money to support our drug habit, right. and she was at home just waiting for me to Feenin. take care of business. She yeah, was, exactly, straight up. She um, was probably so, coming down and irritated and frustrated yep, and didn't yep, feel yep, good. Yep, and, yep. So yeah. she was flying, and uh, she was it was it was raining, Aww. you know, and and I think so. How come she left? If she was waiting for you to get, where did she go? Like, where was she? she, she well, she was going to meet me. Okay. In Albuquerque. Because you you were getting the stuff. Right, right, okay. right, 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 right. Got it. So, yeah, she uh, she never showed up. Mm. 
And, and at that point, our phones had gotten shut off and stuff. So I couldn't like just call right. her and say, hey, what's up? Where are you at? You know, um, and mm. I didn't I didn't know until like the next day when I go home, right, mm. to where I'm at. What were you thinking? Like, were you, was that normal for it, her not to show up? Not really, but at, at the same time, it was understandable because, you know, she had to use her mom's car because, you know, she, we didn't have... Uh, the vehicle we had, or obviously, was going on. you guys don't have the phone, so that's normal. oh, because because I actually no, I, I had I had the car is what it was. So she had to borrow a car to just come over to me, and I was staying at my parents' house for some reason. I don't even remember why, but uh, I took uh, was it the train? I think yeah, I took the train because there's a train in Albuquerque that goes like from uh, you know city to city. So I took the train and I walked over to where we live, and. I, I didn't really have a weird feeling until I got up to the door. I, so I started knocking on the door, yeah. and uh, all our dogs, we had a bunch of dogs. He was a big old dog person, just dogs everywhere. Um, dogs were just barking uncontrollably, barking, 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 barking. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like, what is what is this? Um, and then I'm knocking on the door, just pounding, 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 and nobody's answering the door. I'm like, well, where the hell is everybody? You know, where right. is she? She didn't and come then, to me. Where the hell yeah, is she? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the neighbor... Opens the door and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You're like, what are like, you talking I was like, about? I was like, this crazy bitch. Like, what's she talking about? And uh, she's like, she died last night. Oh my god. She kind of car and died. And uh, Ooh, that just gave me the chills. And I, uh, it was it was very it was very it was a very weird moment for me, you know, because of course you know I I was flooded with uh, you know pain of. Of loss, yes. But at the same time, there was there was a huge like burden of relief, uh, you know, just that I didn't have to like like that was the close of that life and that mm. that chapter of my life, if you wow. will. That's and huge. Uh, and that just I felt that I didn't need to just do what I was doing anymore. There was a weight lifted off of yeah, you. Yeah, huge weight, huge yeah. weight. So you're you're battling with like. The all this stuff grief and grief and then also the feeling of being overwhelmed of way overwhelmed but in almost in a good way of like okay this is yeah. probably my out this yeah. is maybe my because i mean like, i i've been living with being overwhelmed for i mean a good minute i mean you know we if it, i know you guys probably haven't ever had a house foreclosed on you but like you know going through that process people yeah. blowing up your phone Always wondering where your money, where their money is. Um, people knocking on your door. That's a constant just, just, stress I mean, yeah, every day. Yeah, you know, and it just going through all that showed me a couple of things. Looking looking back on it, is you know, money for one is really nothing that can kill you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the the stress, at least, like like my wife now, she 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 battles a lot with the impending financial doom, right? right? But me, I'm just like, yeah, screw it's it. It's going to come know? or like, it's going to go, but it's not It is what me. it is, and, you know, we'll get through it and we'll get by where she's, like, losing her shit because, you know, she's thinking the worst-case scenario of things happening. I'm like, look, that ain't going to happen until, like, seven months. Right. But, but you know, again, you don't you don't know until you've Experience gone through the whole, whole you know, spectrum of it all. So. It's kind of that same concept where it's like when people that live paycheck to paycheck and you get a bill. <laughs> and I joke about it. Like a surprise bill? Right. A surprise bill or you get the bill. Um, it, it It's on an episode of Everybody Hates Chris. And 
that her husband tries to take responsibility of paying the monthly bills. And she's like, he, he paid a couple of the bills in full. And she was like, you paid them in full and now we're not going to have money for this. And now we're not going to have money for groceries. <laughs> You're messing up my system. And yeah. he's like, well, the bill is due. I paid the amount that was due. And she was like, no, you need to pay the minimum amount so we can mm-hmm. stay afloat mm-hmm. because this extra money goes to this and this goes to this. Gosh, you know, it's so funny that you say that because, um, Nando and I lived our life like that for yes. a minute. And like it's we, stressful. We, we would get our pay, you know, our, mm-hmm. we would get paid. And it was like, okay, well, I got to pay this, this, and this. And I'm going to like not pay this one. You got to rob gonna, Peter like, pay to pay Paul. This yeah, one. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, and so, so he would long. always tell people like very proudly though, my, my wife can like finagle some stuff and like, <laughs> you know, and that was a proud moment for us. <laughs> yes. like that Because I could handle the bills and like make this one pay this one. That was a great thing. Let me call and get that extension. Yeah. You <laughs> know. A couple of weeks right. until my wow. next paycheck. And then it'll. You just saying that was just like, wow, we used to live like that yes yeah. and people do people I'm, I'm not ashamed i have to rob peter to pay paul right now but it is what it is and i gotta do what i gotta do to pay make it afloat but until you go through that people don't get it they people, don't. people don't understand they're like well the bill is due so you need to pay this you're yeah. like no we're not it's not gonna get shut off today i'm just like <laughs> we don't gotta pay nothing we just file bankruptcy and it goes away there you, go. <laughs> you know yeah. which is something i did right you know what i mean um and and that helped me. I cleared like eighty thousand of debt. Wow! You know, Holy like, cow! So I was I was living quick. You know what I mean? Fast. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, outside of the means, I probably should have. So what know. happens to you at this point after this accident? Like so what? after 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 the accident, I move in back in, go back home with my parents. Mm-hmm. And you're a old at this point. I'm twenty seven ish. Yeah. 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 About twenty seven. So, That's got to be kind of humbling in itself. Yeah, I mean, I, I had been back and uh, forth. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Actually, I hadn't been back and forth. I think that was one of the times where I was actually back. Yeah, I, that was. So yeah, it, it was a little humbling, you know, having to be back under my parents' rules and and, and all their stuff, which was very difficult for me. You know, because I've been just and I'm sure they're looking at life. you as like, no, you are going to abide by the rules yeah. because thus far in your yeah, life, you haven't because like, like, you're strung out on drugs and right. you, you and need you to change something. Yes, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Not like, okay, my 27 year old, like, you know, he yeah. needs some help right now. He's struggling and, and we'll help him yeah. get on his way. But it was more like, no, we're going to take control because obviously right. you don't have this. Right. But I really didn't start anything new. I just continued on just uh, not knowing how to deal with it all really outside of just knowing right. what just. Uh, outside of dealing with it the way I've dealt with it for you know right. the last five six years was right. just you know coping um, and covering yeah just just uh, just stuffing it down and uh, you know forgetting it mm-hmm. temporarily and uh, I well, so one day I was I was trying to find money to you know get everything taken care of and uh, I uh, it, you were literally gonna rob somebody yeah I that literally I literally did oh you did yeah, yeah I straight literally did I. Uh, the, my my initial plan didn't work out, so plan B just well, on the fly. And the initial plan was waiting for the ATM. Yeah, to go to the yeah. ATM, initial plan was waiting for someone was... to go to the ATM, pull some cash. Uh, several people did it, but I just uh, you know because I, I don't do that shit. I like right. I never did that kind of shit. Right. I, I was always able to hustle and like like do things honestly, or at least like sell stuff like pawn you know, stuff. Yeah, yep. do, do stuff like that. Yep. I, I never had to resort to like like robbing people hard right. or like mm. you know doing like breaking and entering like right. residential burglary stuff like a lot of my <clears throat> other friends would, would do all the time. And yeah. I think it's important to say that when you get pushed down and you're backed into a corner and you need something. Yeah. I mean anybody you, you is it. capable of having that thought process. Yeah. Anybody I mean, is. I don't and I, I don't put nothing past nobody. Um I mean just because 
I've been where I've been. And right. I've done what I've done. Yes. I mean, I've stolen from my family. Right. You know, plenty of times to, to get that taken care of. My family stolen from me to do right. that because I have a younger sister. My youngest sister, um, you know, had followed my lead of, of you mm. know, thinking that drugs were cool. And like, this is the way. You know, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, she did the same shit to me. Right. You know what I mean? So, it's just it's just all part of that, that whole... Um, whole dichotomy i guess mm -hmm. of of drug addiction and it's the umbrella just of spiraling destruction do. yeah 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 you know so you do, you're willing at that point it's the drugs i feel like that was feeding that that choice yeah yeah like no. of course that's, that's, it was you it you're was. you're accountable that's, that's you know you're a human being you were an adult however but the drugs i feel like at that point is what pushes you to the extreme to make those decisions yeah mm -hmm. yeah i mean i I've, I've done so many things that I my brother got really years i would have didn't do my brother got drugs. really heavy into pills at at a certain time and he didn't steal from anybody um he took a bad check from work um and tried to cash it got in trouble um ended up in Comcore. And the night he got out of Comcore, he was dating a girl at the time, um, coming down off his high, frustrated, mm -hmm. angry, 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 yep. angry. You're angry when you come off pills. And he beat the shit out of his girlfriend and called mm. me and my mom crying. I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I did this. I, I swore I would never be like dad. Mm. I cannot believe I did this. Mm. Uh. And it's just one of those moments where it's like that drug gets you out of character. It, it does. capable of anything. At yes. no, it, does. it does. It really, so really does. So what happens? Catch me up now. So now we're yeah, where? So, so now I just robbed this, this lady. Okay. Right? So the just, first plan didn't, her, first plan didn't work. So I see this lady pushing groceries to her car. She's loading her groceries in. I snag her purse. Boom. I dip. I didn't anticipate her screaming bloody murder. All of a sudden out of nowhere, this, you know, super you're running yeah i'm running for my yeah. life because there's like four people, people chasing me now and Shit. one of them is this super fit guy who's oh. like all about it and save the day you know i'm a i'm a you know cigarette smoking uh heroin uh, withdrawing wow. drug addict who's just trying to try get, to get away. his eye on yeah and uh you know I, I i i get him off of me by chucking the purse at his face so i run right. i keep going and uh, a couple of the employees at the, the store are following me and um, I tell them to stay the fuck back. Gosh, I, I that's got a gun and I'm chucking rocks at them and all kinds of stuff. So um, from there, I'm running into the the mesa, which is just like a, a uh, like desertish area, like unlandscaped area right. that's not developed. That's behind the the, the complex that I live mm -hmm. in. So I'm I'm beelining for my house, and uh, then I see a cop pull up Shit. and then uh then the cops are are starting to chase me and i had a thought i was like you know what tr tr trusting my gut i was like you just need to stay still for a minute just pop down and then just chill and you'll be good but i was like you know what i can get home i'm so close but i was already so winded and you know if i would have just listened to my gut i would have not gone in trouble but um i didn't really get in trouble and i'll get to that in a minute i have this uh this real lucky streak of doing all this crazy shit and is that what you not, call it well, I mean, yeah, yeah, Look at for now, face. okay, I know what you're thinking, I know exactly what you're thinking, um, but, uh, but anyway, so I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, this cop tries to tase me, he misses, and uh, I'm like, I, like, I'm literally just wanting to puke right now, mm. and, and then he, he, he just yells, he's like, if you don't stop, I'm gonna shoot, and, and like, cops are not very good, they start shooting, yeah. and yeah. shit, you know, um, so I stopped, you know, you're like, okay, this is it. This is it. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I can live. I can I'm, die. My lungs are wanting to come out of my throat, you know, while my face is in dirt and I'm just right. big old mess. Um, 
So from there, they bring me down. They bring me back down to the 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 grocery store. Right, the lady took off. So nowhere to be found. Yeah, they bring me into their substation. Nobody got and, her name and book me. And the cops like, I know you do this. The detective, he's oh like, gosh. I know you got. I know you do this all the time. He's like, Who do you know? I'm like, This is like literally the first time I did any of this. And he's trying to grill me, like thinking he knows what the hell I do yeah. and what I'm up to because. You know, he labels me just as a, a drug addict. For the moment. Which, I mean, I, I, I am. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I take that. But I'm like, really? Like, I have nothing for you. And uh, I just stay quiet. You know, I, I start picking the handcuffs in my cell because I have my watch on because the dumb cops didn't take it off. <laughs> I, I, you know, I just, just to see if yeah. I could, which I could, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to make the situation worse. Right. Mm-hmm. So after sitting around for a while and, and being interviewed by this douchebag cop who thinks just I'm out to get the world... Um, which I kind of was, but not in, not as bad as he thought it was. But, uh, they're like, okay, well, you know, um, it's your lucky day. The lady, we can't find her. We can't track her. Can't ID you. So you're free to go. Wow. I was like, what was that? What did that moment feel like? Um, that going from like feeling like you're about to be locked up, whatever the case to, Nope, you're good. You can go. Well, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. So that's a high and a low, like this, real this is fast. Be interesting to you, Leah, because before I went in to do all that, I, I kind of sat and contemplated everything, and I, um, you know, I was just like, you know, just whatever happens, just, just keep me good and you prayed. Make sure you keep me you out of trouble. Prayed. Right? Just, just help me out here. Help me. Help me. I help me get it. through this without without any without anything. Uh, going super bad i love it so that's what happened and then that that night i go home so my my parents already shut my cell phone off you know um all this stuff so i i catch the bus i think someone gives me a dollar i i I go catch the bus and i get home and uh you know they know because the cops drove by my parents house and i think talked to them even i I, it was so long ago i don't even remember the the finite details but uh they then we're just like, all right, so here's the deal. I'll give you one final chance here. You're going to go here or you can just kick rocks, basically. Yeah, now. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, you know, you can, you, can, you can make the attempt to change your life or mm-hmm. you can just, you know, go get fucked, basically. Because yeah. um, we're done with it. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're not going to deal with it anymore and, and we're... We're doing, we've done all that we can do and it has not been enough. And now we need to, t- to detach because it's too much for us to deal with and it's affecting us. It's that now, enablement right? of you're, the, you're their kid. Yeah. But yeah, how much yeah. is hurting you? But yeah. I mean, you know, I've, I've put my parents through a lot like yeah. over the years. Like, you know, before I actually, my very first run in with the law was when I, I shot a, a BB gun, shot a window out of an RV with a BB gun driving with my buddies. Um, <laughs> And that was the first one. So, yeah. um, I mean, I've, I've just had so many different things that have come up that they've they've always bailed me out and taken care of mm-hmm. me with. So, so, what was that option? You said you would choose I can, this. I can or go. This? I can go to a uh, to a rehab facility. And where was that? Colorado. So that's how you got yeah, here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my dad. Uh, um, he checked like so. So my my so from my sister, right. my mom was already like in the scene of like all of the um, support for people who have trying to drug understand addicts in their family like 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 Al-Anon or, yeah. or Anarchanon, I think is, yeah. is what it was for 
for narcotics. Like an open um, forum yeah, where they yeah, can yeah, come yeah. and talk. It's just, just and a, you know, 12-step. Uh, Narconomic. Um, yeah. <laughs> that does not sound good. I think that's what they This, what this is for the narcs. <laughs> yeah, right? Snitches. Get stitches. And it's anonymous. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so she she had already made connections with people and, and different things like that because, you know, she was she was talking about... Because, like, just for a little context, like... Like heroin specifically in New Mexico and, and in Albuquerque. It's heavy. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's like 15, 16 year old kids shooting dope. You yeah. know what I mean? Like heroin's been getting heroin and heroin. The heroin and meth is becoming a bigger issue yeah, so, in the springs too um, now. And pills. Bad. I mean, it, you yeah. know, it's, 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 it's Mountain everywhere you school, go. Like you know, that school is crazy. Yes. It's everywhere yes, you yes. go. Just like just like everything else. I mean, it's yeah. it's always around you. It's just a matter of the choices you make and yes, you know what you want to do. You know and who you want to so be. was that a breakthrough moment when you chose? I'm curious how that it wasn't, moment that, went. That wasn't a breakthrough moment. Um, the moment for me, that that was just like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll do, do whatever, whatever you guys want me you to want do. want me to do, like, whatever. Like, cool. Yeah. And you show up here. So they send you here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I... Uh, Did you think about doing something else? Uh, no, not no. really. I didn't, yeah. have, I didn't have any options. I was, right. I was, I was out, of, out of options. I mean, right. I was... I had already burned a lot of bridges. I had already just like I can imagine I mean, your was, friend. That was it. Your friend base was probably gone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I had, I was I was done. I mean, had I had a couple of couple of good homies that I you know was was still cool with that I I, I didn't uh, you know burn my relationship with, but anybody else I could take advantage of. I just right. burned them. I didn't give a shit. You know, right. that's just how I was living. Right. Um. So the the breakthrough moment I had was when I got here. Um, and, and about a week into me, two, two, three days actually into me being here. So I, I come here and, uh, I get put up in this super nice, super nice house in Monument or Palmer Lake, you know, big ass mansion. And I'm with all these random people that I, I never know, a bunch of, a bunch of kids, a couple old guys and me, you know? Um, so that was pretty interesting. But the, the moment that it just all like, sunk in and, and made sense that this is where I was supposed to be and like this is where I need to be and everything's going to be okay was um so so whenever you're uh super dependent on hard drugs for living it's really hard to sleep whenever you don't have them right so initially it was so hard for me to sleep I just I just couldn't sleep so one of the nights I couldn't sleep I went out to went, went outside in, on the back patio of this house and I, uh, I was just looking up. I smoked up a cigarette, looking up at the stars. I was just like, you know, just give me a sign here if I, uh, if I, if I'm doing the right thing. If right, this if is I'm where I need to be, and to be. yeah, if this is where I'm supposed to be. And then I shit you not, like, not even a second after that, like four shooting stars, <laughs> just shoot confirmation. And, and that 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 that's like, you can't you can't chalk that up no. to just coincidence, like. You know, I was looking and I was just asking for right. confirmation and I got the confirmation I needed. So, um, so let me ask you a question, Chris. Yes, Leah. Um, when did you stop trusting God? I mean, I never have. I just I just don't label it. Gotcha. Did you ever become angry with God? No. No? I don't think so. Was God ever in your household growing up? Like, are your parents believers or like anybody I mean, that you're you know, my, around? My mom tried to 
get us all to go to church and because it's the right know, thing do to that do. Thing. I mean, but she wasn't like spiritual, like reading, like you never seen like no, or no, she, images she ain't no Leah. Her Bible you know, or she, right, she right. ain't no BYOB. Bring your own Bible. So it's type, not you like know. it's not like you grew up around. No, it, no, you were I mean, around the church. I, I was. I had the opportunity to freely explore spirituality any way it made right. sense to me. It I, wasn't. It wasn't shoved down my throat one shape, form, or another. Right, and I love this topic because I feel like. This is that conversation I was having with you after you did your interview with Dana mm -hmm. and I was talking to Nando and I was like, what about people that are just not raised around it? Mm -hmm. You know, here we have somebody who's came into, you know, a household born into it. Parents maybe probably aren't believers, believe in something, mm -hmm. maybe not God, mm -hmm. but is that negligence or is that just like, how do you, how do you determine that? Like, is that, is it negligence I can't say that it's ignorance because it's that's what you were born into. Mm -hmm. It's no different than a Native American child being born on a reservation. They believe in something different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's just I think it's your situation, and then the choices you make afterwards, and you made choices afterwards regardless, mm -hmm. whether it was a higher power, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. You yeah, were craving we just call it the, the level of deity. And, right. and let me let me just kind of you were craving confirmation too. from something bigger. My yeah, question yeah, is, totally. is that, you know, whatever you call it. I call it God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, he was answering you. Sure. Totally. Over and over and over. Yeah. And so where does that fall in your life now where you're at now personally with a lot of inner turmoil, right. with a lot of things that are going on personally right now, right, 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 right. where you don't maybe rely on that voice or that that pool you know i uh i guess i just don't ask mm. i mean it's, it's says a bottom that you line. don't have because you don't ask you know and that's the power I mean, really. of our words i mean it, what like i said whether you call it manifestation whether you call it you sure. don't receive unless you ask mm -hmm. right right and usually and the maybe time, that was the question is when did right. you stop asking right you know I'd, I'd have to think about it. Mm -hmm. I feel like we get in moments. Probably sometime in the next last like two years, probably. I feel years. like we get in moments where we get comfortable and we just, we probably, think we probably got it. Probably a little it. bit before I met you, Leah. Right? Mm. We think we got it. You know, I'm in control. I can figure it out. I right. can do it by myself. Right. And then we get in those down, down, down moments and we're like, shit, I need yeah. confirmation right now. Like, am I doing the right thing? Please give me a sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I got that. And then that is what I think allowed me to just be in the moment of what I was doing be right. being okay with it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because it being was present. six months. And, and somebody who's already trying to figure out his way out in a week, you know. Choosing to be like present. Just, right. Yeah, yeah, I, I made that choice. And, you know, I, I got a lot of value from it, you know, with uh, just all the different stuff, of th things of therapy. Well, and I bet you probably um, started seeing things happening. Once you chose to be where well, you were. I was, I was, yeah, yeah, totally. I, I was in, I was in that facility, um, through their different steps for like six months, actually. Okay. Mm. So I was there for a good minute. You know what I mean? Um, let's, and let's just pause right there because we're, we're an hour and seven right. minutes in right now. We oh. got it. We definitely have a yes. part two. Yes, we do have a part um, two. Just because there's so much more that I want to dive into. We haven't even talked about my Colorado life. <laughs> I mean, we haven't, <laughs> yeah. we haven't even got to Colorado yet. Yeah, so, I talk a lot. So, um, no, <laughs> no, I, this is great. Yeah. It, you know, I think it is really, it's a special type of show because, uh, we know some individuals who have struggled yes. with drug, um, you know, addiction and they too have a you know a story and whatnot mm. but it, again it just goes to that place is that 
there's somebody that's listening yes. that could actually be in the same place right now. Absolutely. You know, totally. there's somebody that's listening that only has headphones in a, you know, in a phone and, and yep. that's it. And they could be listening right now. There's somebody that's just coming out of it and they're like, okay, what, what do I do next? Right. You know? So I think that that's just really powerful to be able to, to explain your story and be so vulnerable and transparent. And it's important because it's nurturing and it's healing for you to talk about it. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, and I can see you thinking, I can yes. see you having to really, go back and start to pick up, okay, where was I at? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it, that in itself, I mean, I don't know how many times, I think it was when I told you, when Dana yeah. asked me questions, I had to really go back and was like, wow. Like it like, makes you understand where you were at yeah, and where you are now. And sometimes that's important to bring it back to there yeah, to be able to move forward here, right? you know, and, and just remind yourself like, man, you know, whether it's, I came from so much, right. I've been through so much, you know, yeah. relying on, okay, maybe I just need to start asking again, yeah. you know, for, for where I'm at specifically yes. now. So, um, I definitely want to dive into part two yes. of Chris's story and kind of get there. Um, yes, we will do so. Uh, I want to do that sooner than later. Yes. So I want to <laughs> cut this one right here. And, and, um, and I, I don't even like, we didn't even get into some of the questions <laughs> I had, some of the, like, um, I, she prepared and I, she, and I just, and I just, no, and I, I, you know, every, every now and then I do, I, I do want to say that, um, one of the scriptures that I brought up for yes. specifically, um, Chris is, is in, and, and this may sound funny the way that it, it reads because I don't like the word like sinner. Like, I don't like the word sinner. I just, hey, I, sinners are winners. I just, <laughs> I got a shirt that says it. So but, like, you know, at the end I'm of the good. day, like, we are you know, all sinners, we all are. And, and at the end of the day, it's just like we, when we, when we use this, the, the word sin, the reason why I don't like it is just because we hold ourselves to this, um, this accountability. We hold ourselves to what is sin, like what is sin. Right. And, and the word does give us a definition of it, but at the same token, I believe. And, and when God really came to spoke, you know, and spoke to me, it was like, you know, look like you guys all like labeling things you guys yes. have a lot of things wrong you guys are the ones that labeled me mm -hmm. you guys are the ones that labeled sin you guys are the ones that labeled this and that and and really we were meant for a journey you know what i mean just to experience adam and eve came in with just full innocence yep. full innocence they didn't know what sin was they had no idea and it wasn't until their eyes were open that they realized it and so what I wanted to say, there's, there was two scriptures that I had in mind was that uh, first and foremost, that God didn't come for the saved, mm -hmm. you know, so many of our Christians who believe, mm -hmm. um, and the reason why I can't, I identify as Christian, but I don't identify as Christian because so many of our Christ, uh, Christian, you know, brothers and sisters is they, they, they lead with hate it, and that's what tore down, you know, the churches and, and, and people and, and why it's such a turnoff is because they lead with hate. God hates this. God hates this. God hates this, you know? Yeah, it, no. God is love. Yeah. God is love. And you don't bring somebody back to repentance or just to even God himself through hate. You do it through love, you know, through right. example by just being around. And one thing that God told me a long time ago is just be an example. That's it. Don't preach at them. Don't speak to them. Just, just be an example. And they're going to see me through, Yes, you know, they're, they're going to see me through you. And so that is the scripture that I wanted to get to. And then the other one is, um, that, uh, you know, Jesus sat with these people. Like these, these were his people. Yes. You know what I mean? And, um, but what he did was he did call them out and say, okay, now it's time to do something different. You know, you could sit here, you could stay here and, and you can live the life that you're currently living, or you can move forward and, and have abundance and have all that this life has to offer, you know? And, and I just think that that's really powerful that he that's gives why, us that choice. Yes. That's why I love when he, when it, him and Mary Magdalene are my, f some of my favorites because mm -hmm. he just accepted her for who she was regardless yes. and allowed her to make a choice to do different, like you mm -hmm. said, but he didn't 
not love her because of what right. she was doing. Right, right. There's a portion of my book that I'm right, and I and I, I say right off the bat, like, look, I'm not your typical Christian. Yeah. And so if all you're gonna do is sit here and judge me because I say a cuss word here and there, then put your stones back in your pocket. Hello. And walk away. <laughs> Go back into because your glass house. I'm not that type of Christian. You know what I mean? And and if you think that you're so worthy and you think that that you are so good that you could sit here and judge me and become that judge and make that decision of who I am and what I am to God. You and I can't be friends anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get off my boat. At the end of the day. So um, <laughs> we are going to jump back into Chris's story. We're going to catch back up from Colorado to where he is now in his life. Yeah, Everything that he is, yeah, you know, experiencing in Colorado. Because, boy, that's uh Which is amazing. Yeah. Part two. Yes. Yeah. Part two. Yep. Yes. So if you guys want to follow Chris, Chris, you are on Instagram, you are on Facebook. Yep. If you guys want to reach out to Chris and you guys want to give him a word of inspiration yes. or just even thank him for sharing his story because you may be going through something, yes. where can they find um, you? Instagram, C-T-E-B-E-E. -E. That's my initials. And he has this real amazing funny. picture <laughs> that's on his profile. So yeah, check out that fresh. picture. Fresh. <laughs> shout it's out. By a great shout photographer. Out Leah Flores, photography. <laughs> Where else can they find you at, Chris? Um, I'd say just go on my Instagram for now. Um, Instagram. I'm not, I'm not huge uh, on Facebook. Okay. But, uh, you know, Instagram, I, I still... Show some love. Hard, so. Show yes. some love. You know, love. Uh, and, and, and if you have a story and, and there's something that, you know, you identify, yes. definitely, you know... Share with us. Share with us. Yes. Yeah, write some write some notes and, and yes. let us know. We would love to hear about it because there's definitely going to be a part two. So yes. thank you for sharing yes. with us today. Yeah, you thanks, did amazing. Thank thanks you. Thank for having thank me. You. In thank the you. Thank you. In the actual seat. <laughs> That's right. Like in right here. Up. Yes. What? 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 You know, I was gonna do. I was gonna. What? I was gonna dance. What? I was gonna shuffle. Yes. Mm, yes. Mm. I yes. brought my uh, between the sheets. <laughs> my rollerblade shoes.